Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Chris Collinsworth will join us coming up. I'm going to try to ride the coattails of the Danettes here in the final hour. Yeah, Paul. You got a big nap schedule today? Yes, I do. What's, yes. what's, what's your window usually? What's your standard napping? Uh, I know it, but America doesn't. Well, usually around uh, 1, one thirty. And it doesn't matter who's calling me. I ain't answering. I, I tell people that sometimes Seat and I, we deal with different people. Seat does a lot of salespeople, and I deal with different people. And like, hey, I, I got to talk to Dan. Can I give him a ring around 2.15? I'm like, no, not 2.15. No. No, 2.15 is a no-go. No. 3.30, sure. A lot of sleep yesterday. whole lot of sleep yesterday. And uh, feeling a little bit better today. A little, uh, little drugged up. But uh, we, plow, we plow on, right, Todd? We do. We have to plow on. Thank you, Todd. So much go on. <laughs> there is really no. Uh, were you listening? Way you were, I was. You were. Okay. I totally was. All right, all right. Often I'm not. I was totally coherent this yeah. time. Every day is Super Bowl. Eleven. Yeah, got it. Got to set the yeah. example. Which here. team will make it to the eleven? Eight seven seven three DP show. Email address DP at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle the DP show. That's legendary. Where you weren't even listening. I took a shot. And then all of a sudden, you just throw out the number 11. We do so many stats with numbers, I thought I could sneak one by the goal and go, I was just going to say 11. Yeah, Paulie. I think the answer was like Vince Ferragamo or something like that. It's some <laughs> old Rams question. And you ask, you go, Fritzy, you're first. And Fritzy looks up from his thing. You see his face. He has this like, listen face where he's going, hmm. He goes, I'm going to go with 11. The Heisman Trophy winner was 11. <laughs> oh, doesn't really fit the question. Buffalo Bills are three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Patriots tonight. We'll talk to Chris Collinsworth about that. Also, Kyler Murray, open season on Kyler Murray, open season on Russell Wilson. We had Nick Wright from Fox Sports on uh, first hour of the show, and he brought up something interesting about Russell Wilson, that Russell almost has to think how would the character Russell Wilson answer questions. That, you know, I'm... What's my role? You're a star quarterback. How would a star quarterback answers, answer questions? And the example that I would bring up is Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez always seemed like he was trying to give you the answer that you thought Alex R- Rodriguez would supply you, and therefore you don't get natural. Even now, A-Rod on TV doesn't seem like he's natural. Like This is my honest reaction to it. It's let me think about what my reaction should be. And with Russell Wilson, I mean, Russ has been this way his entire career. He's different. Uh, I've enjoyed my relationship with him. We haven't had him on this season, uh, but he's got other things to worry about. Had his birthday party, and the big news was half the team went to his birthday party, which also means half the team didn't go to his birthday party. Yeah, Paul. Is that a negative story or an overblown story? Because... 
Would you expect 45 players or more to show up on a Tuesday? They're one day off. It's a day off, yeah. Uh, it, you know, guys have families, kids, whatever. It, I wonder if that's standard. And but we're making a big deal of it. It's like if they were nine and one, is that a story? But I don't know of any other birthday of anybody else in the NFL and how many people attend a birthday party. I I mean, Josh Allen, did he have a birthday party? How many teammates showed up? Or Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow? I'm I'm just not sure. It just feels like it's open season. Let's say they are eight and four. Is this a big deal? Probably not. If uh, the Cardinals are playing well, is it a big deal about you know Kyler Murray? Right? If they have a winning record, then it sounds like hey, you know he's learned and he's matured, and next thing you know, you got somebody saying something negative about Kyler Murray. But it feels like that they have been there. I'm going to go back to let's start with Larry Fitzgerald. Larry on Monday Night Countdown. Larry is not a a player who is critical, a former player. He's he's not going to give you a hot take. But he did sort of frame this that Arizona with Colt McCoy was different than Kyler Murray because you have leadership. You got somebody who's a leader, uh, timing with the receiver. It, it felt like all the things that Colt did, Kyler didn't do. And then here's Patrick Peterson, the former teammate of Kyler Murray, had this to say. You think Cliff Kingsbury may be the scapegoat in regards to their struggles? Ain't no maybe. He will. He will be. Yeah, yeah he will be. Uh-huh. He will be. And the crazy thing about it, a guy who hired him will still have a job. Verbally now, vocally, Kyler Murray is talking about, and I don't like how he's doing that. I think he should keep some things privately, but it tells me he doesn't care about the head coach, his head coach. And he's putting everything on the head coach, basically saying... Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. <laughs> that's just a matter of the fact. So that's all things covered podcasts there, talking about Kyler Murray, Patrick Peterson. And it's not like he was provoked or nudged to say something negative. I think he wanted to say Kyler Murray cares about Kyler Murray. And does Cliff Kingsbury, you know, is he going to uh, pay for this? Probably so. And then you had Kyler Murray talking about their offensive scheme is kind of bleeped up. You don't need to say that. Like, just, you, you, can, you can tell the media what you think they want to hear. You don't have to be honest. I mean, I appreciate it. Or just say nothing. Hey, we're working. We're working on this. You know, I got complete trust in uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Don't make it any worse than what it already is or what it's going to be. And goes back to, is Kyler Murray, other than being a talented quarterback, the guy you want as your quarterback, and is Cliff Kingsbury an NFL head coach? We've been asking these questions, and they're not going to go away anytime soon. Russell Wilson, if you're not going to uh, have a offense that is got you know shows life and firepower, then we're going to be looking at you in in the with the lens that we look at the uh, Houston Texans as far as ineptitude, and you just spent too much money, and you thought you were a quarterback away, and you know you you have the head coach uh, Nathaniel Hackett who was asked about is is Russell Wilson your quarterback now, and he said yes for now, <laughs> like whoa for now. Uh, for now and forever, because you're locked in here for a few more years with him. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett's going to go. Cliff Kingsbury is going to eventually go. And you're still going to have Russ there, and you're still going to have Kyler Murray there. Because those contracts, they are not going to be broken. <laughs> they, they, you're with them. You're with them for a while. Even if you put in language that, hey, we're going to give you $230 million, could you please study a little more? Uh, that should probably lead you to your answer of, no, that's not the guy I want leading my team here. A couple of phone calls. Chris Collinsworth will join us uh, coming up. Uh, let's see. Jim in New York joins us. Hi, Jim. What's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. Pleasure to talk to you. Hey, bud. I'm uh, calling in response to the to Bills Mafia, uh, responding to Nick Wright. Okay. Um, I've listened to you for a ton of years, and you're unbiased. You 
are Cincinnati, but I'm sure you're probably a Bengals fan, but 99% of the people would not know that because you don't uh, put that forth in your broadcast. Um, to me, Nick Wright's credibility is shot going after Josh Allen like he did. Um, he's, he's a Patrick Mahomes uh, cheerleader. And I think if you're a national broadcaster, you need to stay away with that, uh, away from that, or your bias comes across. Obviously, it doesn't come across to Kansas City fans, but you're not going to have credibility after that uh, in your opinions about said teams. So I just wanted to get that off. Um, I'm glad you brought up Fritzy in the eleven. I figured about that. Uh, Frequently, another one is uh, the reason I called had to be the suction that you provide, Dan, um, after the induction into the Hall of Fame. I love that uh, little rhyme you had. Thank you, Jim. Well, okay, I, I don't know how Nick Wright presents himself as being a journalist. I, I think he's just being um, a person who has hot takes. That's it. And, and plus, what he's saying, it, you know, are the Bills dropping off? Josh Allen, did they drop off? And the answer is yes. But, you know, what he's saying about Patrick Mahomes is true. And the Kansas City Chiefs, are they the team to beat? Is Patrick Mahomes your MVP? Probably so right now. So I, I, I think you still have to speak the truth or you're going to look foolish when you say, oh, I'm just going to knock the Buffalo Bills. Now, if Buffalo comes back and wins the Super Bowl... Nick's going to be shut up. You know, I made fun of him where he kept telling me about the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. I said, it's a dynasty of one. You won one Super Bowl. That's it. Like, slow. Slow down here. But as far as, you know, what's happened with Josh Allen, Josh Allen is taking a dip. Absolutely. Now, is that to help, you know, pump up uh, Patrick Mahomes? Yes, in the process, yes. So... And I'm from Cincinnati. I don't root for the Bengals. You know, Bengals got to the Super Bowl. I thought it was a wonderful story. But I, I don't root for them. Because if I root for the Bengals and I say something about the Steelers, then you're going to say, well, he's a Bengals fan. I, I don't want that. And I put that aside a long, long, over 30 years ago. Don't root. But if there's a great story there, the Bengals going to the Super Bowl, that's a great story. And they've gone to three Super Bowls. And they played well in three Super Bowls. But they've lost all three Super Bowls. But I, I don't root for them. I root for a great story because you can always tell a great story. Yeah, Paul. Did you find yourself in the second half of the Super Bowl, Rams-Bengals, thinking about like old friends back home or people you grew up with? Like, man, this would be great for them. I know you weren't rooting for anybody. I've seen you. But like, do you think to yourself, I'm sure there's old friends who were lifelong Bengals fans. You're like, boy, this could be a, an unbelievable week for them, an unbelievable day for them. And, not that you're rooting, but you're thinking about the people you grew up with maybe a little bit. No, because I grew up with guys who were in a club called the Zero Club. <laughs> and that's when the Bengals were really bad. And they had they had jackets. Like they, they went to games and you know that's when the Bengals were losers and I had friends I grew up with, they were in the Zero Club. Uh, but you know, as far as diehard Bengals fans, mm, not really. You know, they what they did in, in that year, last year, was pretty amazing. And, you know, had close playoff games, you know, beat the Raiders, Titans. Uh, you know, they that was an impressive run there. But I, I just look at it and go, is it a great story? Great. Then that's all I care about. But as far as looking back on it and going, oh, the, you know, those poor downtrodden Bengals fans. Yeah, it's tough to follow that franchise. With, with ownership and everything that's happened over the decades there? Absolutely. Yeah, Marv. This is a question for Paulie. Paulie, did you have those thoughts when the Cubs won the World Series? Like maybe grandparents or friends or family friends that had died before they were able to see the Cubs win the World Series? I saw that, you know, growing up here in Connecticut when the Red Sox won in 04, you saw people putting World Series T-shirts and caps on somebody's grave that were diehard Red Sox fans. Yeah. Did that happen for you? I think it's a little different being a Cubs fan because it's really once in a lifetime max. There's people who, my grandmother lived to 96. She didn't see the Cubs win. And, uh, you know, I think if you're a Yankees fan, it happens often. But if you're, that was really different and real special. I think the, like the Cubs or the Cleveland Indians or the Detroit Lions are a very different animal for like rooting for an old team. 
Uh, we'll talk to Chris Collinsworth, former uh, Bengal wide receiver. He'll join us coming up. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We'll take a break. Back after this. LifeLock is here to help you, certainly around the holidays, because you get people who are targeted by cyber thieves due to the uh, stereotypes of trusting everybody, like elderly people, being unsavvy when it comes to technology, having vast sums in their bank accounts, and that's where you have LifeLock. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. We have so much personal information getting exposed making it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats that you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name, crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year, promo code PATRICK, it's 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Patrick for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite, so I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay, but just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters. Gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens... You need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash. That can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
Hero World Challenge. December 1st through the 4th on NBC, Golf Channel, and Peacock. Update the poll results, if you can, Seton, as we wait for Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, we threw up there, uh, no pun intended, is tonight's Thursday night football game actually going to be good? Hmm. Uh, right now, 65% of the audience say, nah, it's Thursday. It's not going to be a good game. Yeah, it's still Thursday, standalone game. I love it. I'm, I'm good with it. By the way, I was wondering about this. Head coaches with the most 10-win regular seasons in NFL history. Two are tied. I think, uh, I think the, uh, one of the coaches who is second on the list is going to surprise you. Belichick and Shula had 20 10-win seasons. Tom Landry had 16. Andy Reid, 16. How about that? How about that? Yeah. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. How about this? Team to score at least 30 points in four straight games, the Miami Dolphins. Team to allow 16 or fewer points in four straight games, the 49ers. Guess who plays this weekend? It's the Dolphins and the 49ers. Something's got to give. What, what is the over-under? Can we look at that for the Dolphins and the 49ers? Dolphins and 49ers. Want to play guess the over-under? Guess the over-under. Oh, that's my surprising sound. Huh. Mm. All right. Dolphins have scored over 30 points in four straight, and the Niners have allowed 16 or less in four straight. The over-under, 41. 46 and a half. Whoa! That debunks your stat there. The lowest over-under in the league this weekend is... Ooh, Broncos at Ravens with a possible... <laughs> with, no offense. Possibly injured Ravens quarterback. Maybe. He's, he missed a... Missed a little practice. Yeah, tonight. they always miss the Wednesday practice. Yeah, it does seem standard. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, he missed Wednesday. Aaron Rodgers, he missed Wednesday, but he's going to play. The highest over-under is Chiefs-Bengals at 53. Ooh, awesome. I like that. Uh, Justin in Virginia. Hi, Justin. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How's it going? Good. Good. Hey, so I've got a question for you. So I've been watching the World Cup, and, you know, I'm probably like the majority of America. I only watch every four years, but... The whole electronic system that they've been using for offsides, you know, they've got a sensor in the ball, they've got cameras all around the stadium that senses where the players are at. Mm -hmm. Why can't we do something like that at the NFL so that we know, you know, did the ball actually get across the first down line? Did the ball actually get across the goal line? Well, I th I've said before, having chips in the football, also before they had pylon cam, I thought if you put cameras in the pylon, you'll, you're going to be able to see somebody cross the goal line. Now it feels like we have that. The only thing with World Cup is there's only so many scoring plays, opportunities. And Clint Dempsey was on the show yesterday, and he said you should give the tie to um, what we do in baseball. Tie to the runner when there's offsides. Are you completely offsides? Part of you? And now they made it digital. And it's changed the outcome of some of these matches here. Brian in South Dakota. Hi, Brian. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, Dan. Dan, that's how you feeling, Dan? Oh, I'm rallying here. There you go. Well, since you're feeling a little under the weather, I'm going to pick on Polly, okay? Oh, sure. Okay, Polly, I believe it was on Monday you came out with the FCS uh, pairings for football, and obviously you mentioned all the East Coast teams, um, and you threw out North Dakota State University again. And then again this morning, you mentioned North Dakota State University. Um, I don't know where you went to college, but being I'm from South Dakota, I would make a bet with you. And I'll let you either decide pie to the face mm. or you wear a South Dakota State University T-shirt for a week that South Dakota State University, who is ranked number one in the FCS, and has already beaten North Dakota State University at home at the Fargo Dome earlier this year, mm -hmm. that they advanced farther 
in the playoffs than North Dakota State University does. Uh, Paulie? I, I got to tell you, I'm offended as a 1AA FCS fan by these accusations. The reason we didn't mention <laughs> South Dakota State and my Jackrabbits on Monday because they got to buy because they are the one seed. I own two Jackrabbits t-shirts and worn them on the show. We mentioned North Dakota, the University of North Dakota, not North Dakota State the other day because they played in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. North Dakota State, as always, is will go probably deep in the playoffs. Okay. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm pro South Dakota State. Yeah. I understand he's you know, Bri- territorial. Brian, Brian, you okay with that? Oh yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I, I, just, I, I just had to give him a little bit of grief. Okay. Yeah. Well. I will take Montana State outright over South Dakota State if if they go to the finals. Ooh. I don't know. I got to check the the brackets, but if they face each other, I'll take Montana State straight up, no points against South Dakota State. Uh, David in Wisconsin. Hi, David. What's on your mind? Hello, five eight one sixty something. Two things. One t shirt idea. Okay. Keeping up with the Cajones, with uh, <laughs> you know, like a, a soccer player scoring <laughs> silhouette. Okay. Or. That rice in the Cajones, something like that. Okay. Um, second idea, uh, segment idea. So, you know how like uh, ESPN is a thirty by thirty. What if you guys had something like me in twenty, twenty seconds, twenty topics for hypothetical conversations that happen before or after uh, famous sports events or infamous sports events? For example. Remember the Super Bowl when the guy uh, ran onto the field streaking and uh, he won a bet that he eventually lost because it was. No, I think we're. I, th- I think we're. We're. Uh, we're good there, David. Got a little lost there. <laughs> and remember, and then when, and then in Van Camp, I, I was really trying to follow his his pitch there. If he's on Shark Tank, he'd be in trouble. Keeping up with the Cajones and Joneses. Oh. Off-field conversations during the Super Bowl. Remember Mr. Cajones and me? Yeah. Mr. Cajones and me. It was funny. So I just looked up uh, Cajones and got the English translation. Yes. It actually translates from Spanish to English, cajones, into drawers. Oh, so you got hit in the drawers. You got hit in the drawers. Huh. You believe that? Okay. The cojones. But then it's also another word for So, like, if you had to go get, uh, like, a knife and fork, would you go get it out of the cojones? I would not get it out of the drawer. Okay. Wow. Hey, baby, let me open this drawer up. <laughs> I don't think that's what people are going <laughs> to There must use. be another explanation. for this. Uh, Ryan in St. Louis. Hi, Ryan. What's on your mind? Hey, hey, Dan. Hey, I uh, just like to comment on the Russell Wilson birthday party and get your thoughts. Yeah, um, it seems to me uh, there's a disturbing trend with uh, Wisconsin quarterbacks uh, dating back to draft day movie uh, with Bo Callahan and no one attending his birthday party. Yep. And and I'm just kind of curious. I think uh, Pete Carroll might have watched this movie and uh, got the idea for this trade. What? Do you- uh. Well. I'm going to guess, and I said this before, that they weren't going to coexist any longer. That one was going, and I think both sides were waiting for the other one to go. And then when there was the opportunity, they tried to trade Russell before a couple of times. And then when there was the opportunity, and they found there were a couple of teams interested in Russ, and then all of a sudden the Broncos gave them an offer that they couldn't refuse. And it turns out, it, it is a deal that will keep Pete Carroll there for probably a few more years because you're going to get all those draft picks. You know, if, if he feels like he's got his quarterback in Geno Smith and now you have those other draft picks there, players that they got, it could be, it could be, it could rival Hers, uh, Herschel Walker when the Cowboys traded him to the Vikings. It could be that big. Yeah, Paul. So the scene in draft day, Bo Callahan was the expected first pick. And during the draft process, uh, is it Sonny Weaver, played by uh, by Kevin Costner? He's the GM of the Bron- Broncos or the yep. Browns. He calls him and said, "Real, real quick question: How many of your teammates attended your birthday party?" And he goes, "I gotta be honest, sir, I don't remember much that night." And they, then they hang up the phone. But everyone's comparing it to that scene in uh, Draft Day. Yep. <laughs> Russ remembers that night, though. I don't think Russ, you know, got uh, got it loose there. Warm milk for Russ. Subway sandwiches for everybody. 
Ooh, could you imagine if he came in and had that foot-long Subway sandwich there for Russ's uh, birthday party? Chris Collinsworth, Sunday Night Football. It'll be the Colts and Cowboys coming up on Sunday Night Football. Chris with uh, Mike Tirico. We making a bigger deal about Russell Wilson with uh, teammates not attending his birthday party here, Chris? This silly story? Man, I guess he got half of them to come. And, you know, if I got a tenth of them to come to my party, <laughs> I'd feel good about it. If you showed up, I'd feel good. Just the two of us. We, you know, flashback to Dayton and tell old stories about, you know, the glory days and mm. maybe play a one-on-one basketball mm. game for about 30 seconds. And then we would both <laughs> pass out and go have a coffee somewhere. Is this a big deal? Uh, I mean, losing's a big deal. Right. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. We, we saw it with the Jets. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. If you're not scoring points, I've had that look before. I've had that look where our offense is struggling and you're running off the field because you run right past the defensive guys. Right. And they're all looking at you like, are you guys ever going to score a point today? Because we're out here killing ourselves and you guys aren't aren't holding up your share of it. Uh, And that happens even inside a single game sometimes. But when when you're a free agent or you're a new guy, you get paid all the money, you're brought into the locker room, he asked them to give up their days off so he could go present to the offense his version of the team that they were about to play. They all showed up for all that stuff. And at some point, your offense continues to struggle it's just a natural part of if you are the leader of something and it's not going well it's going to get ugly i mean it just it does it's just the way that it is running pff when i make a bad decision i get the guys look at me and they go what are you doing right so it's a natural part of leadership um, you know, Russ is Mr. Enthusiastic all the time and let's ride and all that stuff. And it's fantastic when you're in the playoffs and you're going to Super Bowls and but when it's the opposite, yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get that look. Is Kyler Murray getting that treatment now? Because they're not winning. That is he a leader? Is he the f- face of this franchise? Is Cliff Kingsbury the coach, you know, how long is he going to be the coach? Uh, the Patrick Peterson thing didn't help, right? And and Patrick is a pretty straight shooter. He obviously didn't like the way that he had to depart Arizona. And there's a little bitterness there, so you, you factor that in. Yeah. But you also factor in that he probably told us the truth. You know, I mean, did, didn't you feel like, I mean, I've known Patrick a long time and, and we always interviewed he and Larry Fitzgerald. There was always the straight shooters there. And Bruce Arians, when he was there, was fantastic, too. I was like, there, there are sometimes you go into those production meetings and you're like, uh, this is going to be a zero. We're not going to get anything. But with Arizona, you got the truth. And so I think that, you know, I. It, it was probably, at least in his opinion, uh, a, a true statement. Um, and so then, you know, I think everybody has to look inside themselves. That Arizona situation is is not in a great position right now. You know, you extend the coach and the GM and the Kyler now is going through it. You're not winning the games and you've, you've fallen off at the end of seasons for the last few years. So, yeah, they, they need an opposite this year, right? They need – you know, not so good during the regular season and then and tear it up at the end of the year and somehow make the playoffs. What would you do if you were running the Packers? You know, we we came so close to getting into this on the air the other night, but the game never got away. You know, the game stayed close. Um, I, I think I would talk to Aaron about whether or not he was – ready to sit down for a little while. Um, not A, because he is a mess physically. We, we know, you know, what I know about the thumb, whatever the, the term was, where the bone actually tears away 
probably with the ligament, whatever. That is awful, and you could tell that's been bothering him. I, I saw him throw non-spirals in the game before the Eagles game in a way that I've never seen before. Um, and then, you know, now he's got uh, the oblique injury on top of that. Uh, and you saw Jordan Love come in and, and sling it, you know, and, and sling it. So they, the Packers organization, the likelihood of them now making the playoffs, probably not great. But the likelihood of they have to make some really tough decisions this offseason, uh, whether it pertains to Aaron, whether it pertains to Jordan Love. I mean, they nobody knows this decision more than the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> we, we understand that with Brett. Uh, and it could play out that way. I mean, it wouldn't even be stunning to see Aaron Rodgers go play for the New York Jets or the Patriots or San Francisco. I, you know, I mean, we're going to see some weird stuff this offseason like we did last offseason at the quarterback position. Um, but if I, I really gave you what I thought, I, I think I would say for the Packers to run it back. Um, and it's going to be really hard for them to do that. Uh, guys like Bakhtiari are going to get a ton of money if they stay. There are a lot of older veteran guys, but, you know, this was a weird offseason. Aaron wasn't around. He didn't work with those young receivers. Uh, there was the pressure of trying to impress Aaron Rodgers, who was frustrated early on, at dropping the first pass of the season. There were a lot of weird things that happened. But I do think that it's entirely possible this defense could play up to it next year and Aaron could play up to it. I mean, you don't go from two-time MVP to not being able to, to play and, and execute an offense anymore. And I've seen a lot of teams have bad years and get refocused, start working harder, spend more time together and, and come back the next year and have a great year. And I think that's entirely possible if the Green Bay Packers ran it back. Sunday night football to be the Colts and the Cowboys on NBC. Your biggest concern about the Cowboys heading towards the end of the regular season and the postseason is what? You know, probably if they lost one of these receivers, uh, CD, I think, has been fantastic. And now that he's back in the slot, um, it's it's a he's a really legitimate tough guy in their blocks does the whole thing I, I really like him as a player but the return of Michael Gallup has probably meant the most to him that Michael Gallup now can sit out there at that exposition create some deep balls three great contested catches in that game against the Giants uh, when Michael Gallup can handle that position when he can force you if you want to play single high and one-on-one -on, -one on the outside and he's going to go up and win those jump balls. That's when this team's great. But for Dak Prescott, I, I think the change they made in the offense, putting him back under center so that the hard play action stuff off of their running game creates opportunities for big plays down the field. I thought that was the singular sort of jumping off point uh, that, that kind of turned this offense around. So I don't have a lot of concerns, uh, although I will say one thing. I think that the Giants, even though they got beaten that game, the Giants are a physical monster of a D-line and of a team. I mean, they they beat up this offensive line uh, to some extent on the inside. So if, if Tyron Smith can come back, Tyler Smith move back into the left guard position, I think the Cowboys are going to be well positioned late in the year to get better and better and have a real shot at this thing. Any downside to bringing in OBJ? Um, of course. You know, cure-alls sometimes can blow up, and uh, but I I like OBJ. I, I you know, and then he has the incident on the airplane. What does that mean? What does that not mean? I, I have no idea. But he's a different guy when you talk to him than when you read his social media. I mean, he is a thoughtful sort of God-fearing. You know, it, it, he's he's a really interesting guy. Uh, and I think the guys on that team would really like him, and he would slide in there. That's really that third receiver position is kind of what they're missing. We saw what happened when he was able to to draw coverage when he was went into the Rams organization, especially when he was really healthy at the end of the year. Um, 
And if the Cowboys are going to win it all, I'm not sure they're winning it all with this two and three tight end formation as a constant, you know, yes, as a change up with their running game. Fantastic. Love it. It looked good. All those sort of things. But there's going to come a time in those playoffs when they need three wideouts. They can go 11 personnel. They can spread it out. And now we're going to do CD and Michael. And now here comes Odell as the number three. That's a different story if he's right. I mean, you got to see him. I, I have no idea. Can he run? Can he cut? Can he do the things? Is he going to be a little bit nervous on the knee after a couple of surgeries? I don't know. Good to talk to you as always. Uh, we'll be watching on Sunday night, Chris. I love seeing you and Bobby Knight in the same sweater in one shot. That's like a, it's a cool thing. Thank you, bud. That's uh, Chris yeah. Collins. We're Sunday night football with Mike Tirico in the booth. Colts Cowboys at Sunday night on NBC and Peacock. Uh, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. 
See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Patrick right now and save netsuite.com slash Patrick. Final results of the poll question this day in sports history. What we learned. What's in store tomorrow? Brady Quinn. Ah, Brady Quinn, the uh, former NFL Notre Dame quarterback, will join us. I uh, was watching basketball last night. Uh, the Celtics uh, at home got the win. Jason Tatum is the uh, favorite right now, according to DraftKings, for MVP. Then it's Luka. Nobody does more for their team than Luka does. No one. Is it sustainable? I have no idea. I'm going to doubt it. But if you watch, you know, and Luka just played the Celtics, and he said, look, they got the best tandem in basketball with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. But, you know, Dallas is an average team. What's their record, Paulie? They're 10 and 10. They're technically outside the playoff picture. That would make them average. Yeah. Luka's been unbelievable. Had a 40-point triple-double. But it doesn't matter. It's just not a, it's, it's not a threatening team right now. Giannis is third in the MVP race. Then it's Steph Curry and then Joel Embiid. Yeah, Marv? If Luka could get the Mavericks to maybe... 47 wins. MVP? Oh, say they're the third seed. Third or fourth seed. Oh, if they if they are in the uh, top half of the draw for the playoffs, yes, absolutely. Because he's going to have to have... They're going to eventually give him one. It might not be the season that he's deserving of it, but that sometimes they, you know, they'll be like, oh, he's due for one. All right, sometimes an actor. It'll be like, all right, we'll give you an Academy Award here. But Luca this year, there's nobody asked to do more. You look at that talent, uh, they don't have a number two guy where you go, okay, Hardaway or Dinwiddie, uh, uh, Finney. They, they don't have a great talent. Yeah, Marv. You brought up a good point about like the Academy Awards. I feel like almost every single Academy Award for like a legendary actor is always a makeup. Yeah, like uh, Paul Newman got his, like he was overlooked for years and years, like Absence of Malice and movies like that. Yeah. He got his for The Color of Money, which is a very good movie, but no one thinks it may be his best movie. This day in sports history, Paulie. Uh, the Color of Money, no. Um, 1967, Seattle was record, uh, awarded American League franchise in baseball. 1967, Dan. Wilt Chamberlain set an NBA record when he did what? Missed 22 free throws oh in a game. He had a lot of good days, so throwing a bad one. 1964, the Houston Colt 45s changed their name to the Astros. I think they should have kept it. Colt 45s? You might not be able to do that today. Billy D? The concession stands would have been great. Uh, in 1984, Doug Flutie won the 50th Heisman Trophy. Uh, let's see. You know, Wilt scored 52 points in the game where he missed 22 free throws. It, wow. That's amazing. Um... Latrell Sprewell on this date assaulted P.J. Carlissimo, 10-game suspension. Let's see, anything else in here? Um, no, I think that's it. Uh, let's see, let me see, a couple of phone calls. Josh and Charleston. Hi, Josh, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, 58190, first time, long time. I have a college football playoff scenario for you. I know they're going to 12 teams here, but why not just do a 16-team tournament because you currently have 10 conferences and then you have the major independents. So why not just have the conference champion from each of the 10 conferences, then you have six at-large bids and just do a 16-team tournament? I know, but Josh, I, I can't do this because I've been, I've been asking for this for a long time. I asked for four teams for a long time. Once I got four, I said, I'm not going to complain. And I didn't. But if you're going to go to 12, I'd embrace it. I, I just want to see how 12 feels. Are we getting the right teams in? Uh, how are the games? Uh, we can always expand. But it feels like once you get to a number, you, you can't go to 16 and go, you know what, we should go back to 12. I'd like to see how 12 plays out here first. Uh, Bizzo in Los Angeles. Hopefully I got that right. Yeah, no problem with Bezo. Uh, yeah, hey, Dan. He's uh, in L.A. Uh, suck it back row. Uh, 340. Uh, assault 340. Yeah, uh, you know, the 
Ross and Marcella brought a great point about Russell Wilson uh, basically having to improvise. So if this whole if Russ can cook thing is what's going on in Denver, he's just not cooking what you're ordering. It's like going to a restaurant and not getting what you order. Okay. Thank you. Nobody wants that. No. No. I don't think so. Uh, anything else that I missed here today? How you feeling? Uh, I'm ready for a nap. Limp <laughs> to the finish here? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Limp to the finish line. Okay. I shouldn't have come in Monday and Tuesday. Glad I stayed home yesterday. And I think, you know, the jury's out if I should have come in today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. Todd, what'd you learn today? Seton has added to his repertoire with a very respectable Warren Buffett impersonation. I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that cojones and cojones is actually spelled two different ways. C-A or C-O. Marvin. Jim Harbaugh is 24 and 2 since his pay cut. Paulie. Great appearance by Nick Wright today. What we learned brought to you by Discover. Redeem your credit card rewards and you can do it in uh, for cash in uh, any amount at any time. And that's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. We're going to try it again tomorrow. One more item as we close out this show. And what a show it was. TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Almost as long as I have. If I go back when I started my uh, professional broadcasting career, that's when TireRack was starting. They probably had a more successful run. Well, I'm being modest. TireRack.com slash Dan. You tell them what you drive, how you drive, where you drive. Answer a few questions. They give you a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how and what and where you drive. And yes, as Fritzy loves to say, wait a minute, TireRack.com? Don't they have the hookah tires? No, no, Han Cook. Oh, Han Cook. Why do I call it hookah tires? I have no what idea. Am I smoking? That's a whole other thing. Yeah, it, it's Han Cook. Han Cook. No, Cook. H-A-N. K-O-O-K. This was a bad idea. You can skip the waiting room in a lot of areas. They offer mobile tire installation. They've been crushing it. We haven't. They have. TireRack.com slash Dan. The way tire buying should be. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to... Uh, Mom, this is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, Mom. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.